The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare I am so excited for you to listen to this week's episode because Julia Michaels is my guest, which is still crazy to say. Her music helped me get through a very hard time with my anxiety last year, and so it just meant a lot that she agreed to come on. Um, This episode was actually recorded in two different sessions. The first one was in person, and then we did a follow-up over the phone just a couple of days ago since she has a lot of new stuff going on in her life. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy to be here. Last time I spoke to you, it was during the American American Idol. And I saw you on Inner Monologue Part 1 tour. Yes. And I have to say, I think that was the best concert I've ever been to. (gasps) I have never cried, laughed, and screamed all in the same concert. That makes me so happy. It was like after the concert, it was the weirdest thing. I felt like took a big breath in, but it was like a refreshing thing. It was so interesting. Like, I've never felt that before at a concert. That is the most beautiful thing anyone could ever say to me. So, thank you so much. It was incredible. Like, it was the most amazing energy. It was just karaoke. That's basically (laughs) what it was. 
No, I'm. I really am grateful. My my fans are. You know, I like to say that like you attract like-minded people. So yeah. if you're a very open, vulnerable, honest person, you're gonna attract those open, vulnerable, honest people. And that's the that's the kind of energy that comes to my shows, and that's the kind of energy that I want at my shows. I want people to feel free to have these beautiful cathartic experiences and cry and laugh and scream and like really scream you know oh yeah like I, it was I love so that. therapeutic yeah because it's also therapeutic for me you know like I love to help people that's my thing you know I'm yeah. like I'm a songwriter I like I love to help people so when I get to see I'm helping people in the crowd like they're helping me too so it's like it's just a full circle thing for me for those who don't know you've written for some of the biggest stars you've written for Selena Gomez uh Justin Bieber Britney Spears, and that's just a few. So I'm curious, what is it like, you know, writing for so many different artists that have so many different styles? Mm. How do you um, connect to them individually? You know, I think I think it's just a, a personal sort of connection, and then the sonics sort of form around what we write. Um, you know, I've I've found that a majority of people all sort of have the same problems and you know we all think the same things and you know even if you know like take heartbreak for example like it's something that everybody can talk about the experiences may be different but it's something that we've all sort of experienced you know if yeah. it's not love it's you know losing a friend it's losing a dog or there's so you know, many something like that. that yeah so there's always something that you can connect to somebody with so it's easy to sort of cross genres because you can, you know, you kind of can, you can do that with anybody. Well, before you were your own artist, you worked for these people. Was there like a specific moment you're like, I'm going to be my own artist. <laughs> I'm not going to be behind the stage anymore. And I'm yeah. Like front and center. Yeah. Actually, when I wrote Issues, that was like the first time where I was like, mm, I think I want something. Actually, I had written a song for somebody and I was sort of supposed to be on it and um, I wasn't signed to a label at the time and um, the label that the song was attached to decided to go with another person um, oh, to be. Did you, did you write it too? I did. And that and um, yeah, you know, like it wasn't something that I originally wanted. And when they told me just for political purposes, they wanted someone that was on their label to be a part of the song. I got really sad. And it made you realize you're like, wow. Yeah, so I was in a session with a good friend of mine, Justin Tranter, and I had been in the bathroom for a while, and he was like, wow, Julie's been gone for about 45 minutes. This is not like her. And he knocked on the door, and and he, and he I let him in, and I was crying, and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, like, sad. And he was like, well, maybe this is your brain saying you know you want something more than yeah. you think you do and you're just scared you're just scared of it and so when I wrote issues I was like I'm never doing that again and now you're no! just... <laughs> well, now that you've written issues I know it's about a breakup how mm -hmm. long after you wrote that song did you break up with that guy because he did not seem like he's supported you the way he um, should you're so right uh we broke up. Oh dear, we broke but up. But did like, he hear the song and then he was like, "Uh oh, I'm in trouble." Yes, but he wasn't too upset with me because I had written it on like a, on a day where where like it was acceptable for him to be like, "Okay, I deserve this." You know, it was like one of those where yeah. it's like I, I get, get a pass. <laughs> it was your pass in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, even all these songs, do you regret ever? Like, do you wish you kept one or, you know, wish that you saved that one for yourself? 
Um, you know, there's songs that feel more special to me than others, but um, if I'm in the studio with that person, and even if I love it, like, that's theirs. Like, I'm not... How do you separate that? Um, you know, I guess you you sort of don't, you know? Writing for other people is my first love. That's, like, something that I started with, and there's something so incredible to me about having somebody that you just meet trust you so much to, you know, get their thoughts and feelings out on paper and, and put it together like a little puzzle, you know, and then that builds this just this beautiful relationship with somebody. And, you know, I just love that so much. Um, so, like, for me, writing for someone someone else, and, you know, even if I love this song, it's like, you know, I know that you're going to love this song just as much as I do, and you're going to do it just as much justice if I did. It's like giving when you're... Like You're giving up one of your like, kids for adoption. Yeah, but you know that your kid is going to a good home, you know? Yeah, so that makes more like sense justified. when you put it that way. <laughs> when I came up with the idea for this podcast, I was going through a really rough time yeah. with school, and I listened to uh, Anxiety. It just came on because everyone was talking about it. Right. And for some reason, I just burst it into tears. So I was like, what? And I've never felt a connection to lyrics like I felt with your music. Oh, God. It's truly so nice. incredible. Thank and you. You know, there are two songs in particular that, especially live, Anxiety and Happy. Mm. Those songs live <laughs> were amazing. Happy is a fun one. Yeah. That's for sure. So I'm curious, that your song Anxiety, uh, which features Selena Gomez. Um, I know you've talked openly about you having anxiety. Yeah. What was the story about creating that song in particular? Well, when I was about 19, I'm 25 now, okay. I used to have panic attacks. Every day. Panic attacks are the worst thing They're so scary. Ever. Yeah. They're terrifying. They're like terrifying. You're dying. Yeah, 100%. And I used to have them all the time. Literally. I like can't every that. day, fetal position. I thought like if I stopped breathe. rocking, I yeah, I would pass out or like something would happen to me. Do you feel like the words like, like when I've had it before, it feels like, like things are just like closing in. Yes. Like is that you feel like claustrophobic? My hands shake. My I get sweaty. Like it's, it's the weirdest it's feeling. I it's hated so bizarre, it. and it's like all in your mind. It's so wild, and um, I was having them so much, and you know, I always try to be really honest with everybody. You know, like about how I'm feeling and what I'm going through, and I always knew I wanted to write a song about anxiety, and I think it just took being in the right place with the right people and me feeling comfortable to talk about it with those people. And, you know, I wanted it to be sort of like, um, I didn't want it to be super heavy, you know? I almost wanted it to be, like, slightly comedic. Like, yeah. Because, like, you know, I just sort of wanted to, like, laugh at myself. Like, I am that kind of person that will, like, get ready and, and then be like, no, I don't want to go. And then, like, I see all my friends out having a good time. It's like, they went without me? Yeah. You know? I mean, like, yep. mm-hmm. And it's like, you're, why are you doing that? You're so ridiculous. You were invited. So, like, I, I just wanted to, like, talk about those silly things that you do when you have anxiety. And, like, it's it yeah. seems like a big deal in the moment when you look back it at it. You're logic- like, this is comedic. Yeah, it doesn't logically make sense. It the- doesn't. Okay, your first verse. Can you sing it just um. so people can know it? Or I, I can read it. Okay. It's my, I just try to be social. I make all these friends with, pl- friends with plans and hope they call and cancel. Then I overthink about the things I'm missing. Now I'm wishing I was with them. To a logical person, that does not make sense. Right. At all. But to a when, highly anxious person, you're like, oh, I totally get that. That been there, done that. Oh, but yeah. that line, like it's, it depicts it so perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. But it doesn't make sense. When like, why wouldn't you just go out? Like, did it just problem? like. Did it just, like, come out, like, out of, like, it was so easy to write? Were those lines hard to, you know, figure out? 
No, it sort of was pieced together pretty fast. I think because it's something that I deal with on a daily basis, we were just sort of talking about and all and the people that I wrote it with too are like highly neurotic. So I think like it just it was like, a perfect group. Yeah, it just like made it so easy for us to just like go back and forth with things that we do on a daily basis that we're we just like, why do we do those things? How would you describe anxiety to someone who doesn't have it? It sort of feels like well, you know, everybody experiences anxiety completely different for sure but for me um it sort of feels like an earthquake that just won't stop like and and almost like there's like a million natural disasters going on in your body and there's no cure for it like you just have no idea your chest you have no idea how to fix it and it's it can be so overwhelming but and it can come on to therapy and it changed my life same yeah okay wait yeah. I think it's so underrated. It's so underrated. And I think people are, like, afraid to go because it makes them think they're crazy. Yes. You know, like, exactly. there's something wrong with them. But I, I, it's the opposite because you're just wanting to better yourself. Better and yourself. You learn, what strategies, that you, like, have you learned yeah. that have helped you? I have learned mostly to talk myself out of things. Um, That's hard to do, especially when you're in your own head. It's hard to do. Um, like, when I get really anxious before I go on stage or something, you know, I... I go, okay, why am I nervous? Or, like, why do I feel like this? It's probably because, you know, like, X, Y, and Z from when I was eight. And that was then, and that's not now. And I'm okay now, you know? Or, like, if I've been doing so much and I'm just, like, super anxious, I'm like, why? It's like, oh, okay, I haven't slept. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I am I need to let my people know that I need a second to, to sleep and take a breather. And then I can, you know come about this much better, you know? So it's, yeah, I've learned a lot of like little baby coping mechanisms. Yeah, I feel like those are the little things that help you get through the day. Mm -hmm. I think of anxiety as like, okay, like when you have it, like you always have it Mm -hmm. to some degree. I think of of it like a glass of water Mm -hmm. and the water is like half filled and that's just it being moderated. But when something that makes you anxious, it's like the water overflows (laughs) and it comes out and that's the anxiety and that's an anxiety attack. That's how I picture it in my head. That's a that's a really good good mental picture, right? I feel yeah, like someone who doesn't get there, like, okay, that's really good. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you ever experienced it? Um, you know, I was about seventeen. I had just signed my first publishing deal, and I think I experienced like this immense pressure to perform, and um, and then the more songs that I had written for other people, the more pressure I started to put on myself. Because I was like, you know, I feel like people are looking at me a certain way and they know I can write a certain thing. And if I don't go in there and I don't do what they're expecting, like, am I like, am I going to ever work again? Am I going to be able to ever write a good song again? You know, yeah. And I I think it just overwhelmed Mm -hmm. me so much that I just started having them all the time. For someone who's debating on going to therapy, what do you say to them? Go. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Do it. Yeah, no, literally. If if you like, you know, it takes somebody with a lot of courage and a lot of self awareness to be like, you know, I think I really need to talk to somebody. My dad actually was like super against therapy, really super against it. And I think that's a generational thing. And um, when he saw just like how much it changed me, it actually it it made him want to go. So he started going to therapy, and it it opened up his mind about so many different things and you know now he does the same thing he'll talk himself through things and stuff like that and 
I just think it's super insightful. It helps you figure out who you are and why you have, you know, these problems that you deal with on a daily basis. And I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think I completely agree with you. You did a Cosmopolitan interview Mm -hmm. um, and you talked about how um, you didn't want to live your life in fear and you want to try things. I'm curious, is there one thing that you're still like fearful of that you just haven't gotten the courage to do quite yet? For a long time, performing was that for me. But look at you. I, you know, conquering your fears, man. It's a thing. Yeah, when I saw you on stage uh, during the tour, it was just like it. You could see how happy you were. It was genuine. Well, you know, I've I've found with performing that the thing that makes me feel really calm is when people sing with me. So, so that concert must have been that, great for oh, you because yeah. everyone sang everything. Yeah, like those those moments for me are just like, oh, okay, I can breathe now. You know, yeah. like I think there's a big part of me that feels like what if they don't? Like I feel very like alone and isolated, and like they're trying to figure out if they like me or not, and that can be like. So scary. It's like a blind date with 600 people, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's so that, scary. That, that's, that's actually what it is. <laughs> yeah. That, oh my God, that must be terrifying. It's, it can be really scary. But then when you see everyone singing with you, you're just like, oh, okay, they like me. Uh. So like, I know you got over your fear and I know you talked about how you had a panic attack at the Billboard Awards. Yeah. How did you, I, how do you get back on stage after that? Because like, I don't know if I could have done that because like that yeah. just seems... It's, you know... The worst thing to overcome. I have run away. I've hidden in staircases. People have had yeah. to try and hunt me down before performances. Was that after the billboard? Yeah. Um, but, you know, you just keep trying. Again, you know, like, I want to conquer fears. I don't want to be afraid, you know? I think that's a big part of anxiety. It's just, it's just all based on fear. And also the fear you of know? the unknown. Yeah, of course. And... And I think also people are always afraid to to reach their full potential. So they'll, you know, sabotage things or they'll create problems in their head that aren't there and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And I, I just have always wanted to conquer fears. Like I don't want to live in fear. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I think one of the reasons why your music is so relatable to so many people is because, you know, you don't shy away from stigmas. You talk about everything Try to. from mental health, you know, anxiety, depression, sex, all of it. Yep. And I think you just normalize it in a fun way. So in a lot of songs, you talk about love and heartbreak. I'm curious. I'm 16. Yes. I've never been in love. Okay. I love the idea of it. Okay. How would you describe it? Love? Oh, boy. You could just, if you, because I just want to imagine it. Like, close your eyes and imagine what it is. Okay. Okay. Imagine going on a roller coaster. Okay. Okay. And you're about to like get up to the drop. Like it's coming and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is happening. I don't, I'm a little scared, but like, I know this is probably going to be really fun and blah, blah, blah. And then when you drop, instead of like that, like horrible, like throw up feeling, you feel like butterflies, like, like going through your whole body and like all of a sudden like weird hearts are like flying out of your eyes and you're just like this is just the magical. most like magical feeling on the planet you should write a song called roller coaster and it should just be that totally honestly yeah. maybe the love be. is a little bit like a roller coaster lots of ups and downs lots of twists and turns do you remember the first time you ever experienced love um yeah i was probably around 18 I think and I met my first boyfriend we worked at a coffee shop and he was making my latte that's how it always starts right it's such a movie it's so LA it's like such a movie honestly scene. you could write like a movie about it right um yeah and I I met him when I was 18 and um and yeah we broke up when I was 20 
But Was that your first, like, heartbreak? Was my first... Mm, no, not really. I think my first heartbreak, like, my first real, real heartbreak came after that. I was, like, super in love with someone for three years, which is the guy I wrote issues about. And I think when we broke up, that was the one that was, like, oh, I can't get out of bed, I can't sleep, I can't eat, I can't do anything, and... That one was pretty crushing. Does your heart actually hurt when you have a heartbreak? Yes. I think it's the closest thing to, like, to grief. Like, losing somebody, only you have to see them around with their new girlfriend all the time. (laughs) Just, like, dagger in the heart. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's one of the, 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 the deepest pains I think you can, you can, you can feel. But worth it, because love is great. Yeah. So you wrote a song, Body, which I think uh-huh. it is so vulnerable and beautiful. Thank you. And I'm curious, people at all ages are self-conscious with yeah, themselves of and course. their bodies. How do you get through it and how do you love yourself? Oof, that's a good question. It's a deep question. It's a deep question. Um, you know, that's something that I still struggle with every day. Yeah. I think with social media culture, it makes it really easy to be insecure you know, you click on your suggested posts and it's a model in page, yeah. Turks and Caicos. And you're just like, I don't look like that. And yeah. I know that, like, this kind of person or whatever, like, likes that or wants that. And I'm not that. And, you know, there's things that, like, you know, in Mean Girls. Have you seen Mean Girls? Oh, my goodness. You know, when they're, like, looking in the mirror and they're like, they're like oh, uh, like, like, my nail beds suck. And you're like. like, my thighs are right? so fat. My ankles yeah. are fat. It's right? Like, you you overanalyze every part of your body. And, you know, I I wrote it because I was just like, I can't be the only one that, like, completely picks myself apart. You know? And. And I do do the things, like, in the second verse, it says, you know, um, like, I'm sorry I don't let you go out with your friends. And it's like, so I put a sweatshirt on because you gave up, um, watched TV still in your makeup, and you stayed in it till you waked up, you wiped it off, and we made up. And it's like, you know, you in, in that, like, toxic inner turmoil with yourself. And that's something I definitely do all the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the thing that really helps is not being on social media. I think social media really makes you yes. question lots of things, like things you're doing in your life and the things that you eat and the things and, like, the way that you look. And I how think you, it helps. How do you think social media plays a role in anxiety and all that? I think it plays a huge role because for me— I think so, too. Uh, I know a lot of people that are really depressed um, because of social media, you know, like— They see their friends doing, you know, some sort of amazing something and they're not a part of it. Or like they see their friends with their other friend and they're out at a party or something. They're like, why was I not invited? Am I not good enough to like hang out with people? And, you know, it's like there's so many things that it contributes to that I think I completely agree can be very negative. And the thing is, especially with Snapchat, I don't think Snapchat is talked about enough, especially with like teens and like young people mm-hmm. um is that snap maps you can do you know like snap no. maps you can share your location so people you can see where anyone is so wow. you can see when the last time someone was on so let's the say the future you, is now yeah, so let's say <laughs> someone snapchats you okay. okay and you snapchat them like hey uh do you want to hang out right you can if you go on snap maps and yeah. their location is on you could see that these two people are together in this moment and they're on their phone and they're not responding to you horrifying how toxic is that horrifying that is so that is so horrifying. I feel like that part isn't talked about enough because, like, Whoa. it's creepy. Like, you can see people's <laughs> location. Obviously, you can turn it off. Right. But 
people choose to have it on. Right. And you can see so-and-so and so-and-so are together. They were on their phone two minutes ago. Right. You sent that five minutes ago. So they right. definitely saw and they're not responding. Right. It's that endless cycle. Yeah, Sometimes I just crazy. have to shut it up. Or off. like when you're when you check your DMs on Instagram and you respond to someone it's and it's seen. It's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. You're like, oh. you're like, you're like really? respond. Plus, it's even knowing that they saw it and they're purposely yes, not responding. Not responding. Oh, it's the worst. So, so much anxiety. It, it's, it's so bad. Especially like if someone uh you talk to her or whatever, comments on your photo and they don't follow. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you were there. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you follow? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's that toxic cycle. But even that, you know, it's like people like can check how many followers they have every day. And like, they get like so consumed over like, oh, this picture didn't get as many likes as this picture. Exactly. Why didn't that happen? Okay, I'm going to delete it. I've done that. It's you so know? hard to get not get in that cycle. So what I did, yeah. I actually did this last week. I turned off my notifications. Because I was just, I posted something and I was like, you know what? I talked to my brother about it. Yeah. I was like, Mark, like, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. people aren't seeing this. He goes, why do you care? Do you like the photo? I'm like, yeah. He goes, keep it up. Like, who cares? Smart like, you brother. like it. I think social media it's great has to connect with pros people. and cons. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I get to talk to people all over the world. I get to, you know, really connect with people from everywhere and you know, most of the time when I do meet and greets, I know a majority of them by name because I run all my socials and I talk to all my Twitter fans all the time. Yeah. You know, so that part of it is amazing. And I think you've definitely, your uh, community that you've built, it's definitely, I think, a group of just non-judgmental people. That it is. Just, it's, I think it's so beautiful. I agree. I think that energy just like it resonates, especially at the concert. Thank you. You know, I've seen you on social media and you love drawing. I love I drawing too. So we are going to draw a few shirts and then maybe one of your Sick. fans will win them. That sounds super fun. All right, awesome. I'm really down for that. We have an option of hats and shirts. Ooh. Whichever you'd like. We have markers, many colors. Let me do the hat. Okay, I'll do a hat with you. I'm going to do the hat. Heck yeah. We have some fabric markers. Julia is choosing pink. I think I'm going to go for blue. Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. What are you going to draw? Um, I, I don't know. I, I like drawing like these little doodle characters. Okay. So I might, uh, I might do that. Okay. I feel like we should uh, switch halfway. Ooh. So then we could do one half, one half. and it's... I'm super down for that. And we can sign it afterwards. I'm super down for that. Okay. Let's do okay. it. I'm going to make like, a little squiggle line. Okay. I'm going to do a heart right over here in the corner. What is your songwriting process like? Well, it. It varies. It varies, and, and it depends, really. If I'm by myself, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll, um, I'll just go in the booth, and I'll just sing down what I feel. Um, if I'm with somebody, it's all about listening and being, you know, like, attentive to their feelings and their thoughts. Um, yeah, it really kind of just varies. Sometimes I'll go in with an idea. Sometimes I'll I won't go in with an idea at all, and then three hours later I'll come out with something so cool. completely different than I had anticipated. Yeah. Wait, I want to ask you a question. Okay. How did it. you get started? In like interviews? Yeah. Okay, so I was writing for my school newspaper. Amazing. I was at the end of seventh grade. Amazing. And then we have a family friend who um uh works at iHeart. She's like, you kind of have a good, like, you have a good personality. Like, would you want to do, like, a test thing? And I was like, yes, but, like, okay. Um, and then it was with Jordan Fisher before oh. he released his first EP or anything. Incredible. Um, and that kind of started it. And then I did some other stuff. And then in September of 2016, 
I was at iHeart Music Festival in Las Vegas. Right. And I saw Jordan, and he introduced me to Phil, who at oh, uh, Radio Phil, Disney. Phil, what a man. And then ever since. Love him. It's just, that's what's happened. That's incredible. That is so magical. That is, he is an incredible person. He Shout really, out Phil. You know who you are. Phil. Love we you. love you. Phil, you're the best. You're the best. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I find, I think, you know, this is like therapeutic for me. It's fun and I get inspiration from it. Like, what, where do you get inspiration from? Um, You know, I get a lot of my inspiration through conversation, I think. Um, you know, listening to people. And I know some people that get like inspired by going on road trips or going to a cafe and sitting down, you know, somewhere and, you know, that kind of thing. But I think a lot of my inspiration comes from relationships and just listening to people. This is so therapeutic. I feel like arts and craft is so underrated. Agreed. What's the best advice you've ever received? Um... I think the best advice, which is so interesting now that I think about it, was from um, was from Chester from Lincoln Park. He would tell me not to take things too seriously and to have fun, which is I've received. Uh, Please have fun. Yeah, not take life too seriously. Yeah, I think that's you know, which I think means even more to me now. Yeah. You know. Okay. I have a deep question for you. Go for it. So, years to come. Yes. And you've created many more albums. Yes. Probably win a few Grammys. How would you like to be known as an artist? Um, ooh. I think I'd like to be known as someone that sort of stuck to her guns, was always like, always tried to, you know, be honest and open and um you know I just want to be authentic I think I think that's the most um I think you're doing that well thank you very much I you're try very much I try okay I think I'm done okay do you want to switch sides yeah okay I think I've I think I've I've done it I did some color and hearts and smiley faces Ooh. oh my goodness hey. Julia I feel like this could be another career for you <laughs> I actually think we're gonna start making some merch here with those I think you should. Which I'm pretty excited about. What's your Okay, what's your spirit animal? I feel like my spirit animal would be like a person. Do you know who Goldie Hawn is? Of course. Okay, I think Goldie Hawn is my spirit animal. Well, <laughs> how did you come to that conclusion? I'm very curious. Um, I just think she's really vibrant and like she out there. And everything. she's just really spunky. And I get I that. I just love that about her. I just, I just, I think Goldie Hawn is my spirit animal. Um, have you ever met Goldie Hawn? <laughs> no, if, I wish. Okay, if you met her, what would you say? Um, like, would I you, would like, tell her that her and her, me and her daughter get mistaken for each other all the really? time. <laughs> um, and that I'm pretty sure I'm related to her in some, in some weird cosmic way. <laughs> Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. Yeah, she's so awesome. What would you tell your younger self? Nothing. I just see what happens. You know, I I feel like if I had advice when I was a kid, I wouldn't have made the mistakes that I've made. And my path would be completely different. So I I don't think I would tell my my younger self anything. I think I just let myself learn. 
think everything sort of happens for a reason, but I'm sort of glad that I've learned how I've learned the way that I've learned it. Okay, I'm done. This is really cute. <laughs> we've we've done it. We've done it. We've done good. That's so beautiful. And we did it. So if you want to see what it looks like, I will be posting it on my Instagram. So make sure you check it out and you guys can possibly win it. So wait, look at that. How would you say, how has music changed your life? These are deep oh, questions. Oh my gosh, no, it's amazing. Um, music has changed my life in so many ways. I mean, for me, it's it's an outlet of expression. Um, you know, I've I tend to be a very non-confrontational per- person. So for me, you know, Writing is just as cathartic for me now as performing is. And, um, I mean, music is such a huge part of my life. I don't even know what I would do without it. Would you ever write a book? Oh, I don't know. See, I always always think about, um, like, there's so many different types of writing. But but book, I don't know if I have the capacity to write a book. Because your writing is so, like, beautiful. The way that I write... I guess, like, so, like, movies, I love to watch, mo- like, I like watching movies sometimes more than I like watching shows because I like that it's, like, everything sort of condensed into one, that. like, two-hour movie. And I think it's because my brain has been trained to write, you know, like, a, a certain amount that's, of, of oh, sentences and so stuff into a song. And, you know, it's, like, it's three minutes, but it takes, you know, it can take sometimes six hours to write. And, yeah. you know, that three minutes has to be impactful enough to make a statement, which is the same thing as a movie. You know, you get two hours to tell the story and it try to make some sort of impactful statement. Um, so, like, for me, that's how, I don't know. I don't know. Music is just, like, amazing. It's just amazing. And it's changed everything about my life. Well, I don't know. Have you ever seen Hamilton? I haven't yet. Okay. But book, I don't know. <laughs> Have you? Musical, probably. That I would love to try. Okay. But a so book, I don't know. Have you listened to the <laughs> Hamilton soundtrack? Yes. Okay. So you know how brilliant it is. Oh, I mean. I feel like you should, I could totally see you and Lin-Manuel Miranda, the creator of that, doing, like, though that collaboration, I feel like, would be incredible. I've never attempted to do a musical, but that's something that I feel like in the future, I like would Sarah love Bareilles? to. Yeah, she did Waitress, and mm-hmm. I actually saw Waitress, and it was super, super good, and um, I've seen, like, Dear Evan Hansen, which is, oh, like, my God. the best musical I think I've ever seen. I know. And it's incredible. Yeah. I think so. No, musical I would totally do. That was my initial conversation with Julia from late last year, and she is simply the best. Since then, she's had a lot going on, and I wanted you to hear about it directly from her. So, we caught up on the phone just a couple of days ago. We talked about what's to come in 2020, her dream collapse, and falling in love. One of the biggest things that's changed since we talked last is that you found love. Yeah! It's so weird, dude! Okay, so you wrote a lot about your toxic relationships, and now you're freaking in love in a healthy relationship. What is that difference like, and has your songwriting changed? It's super different. Um... It's funny because a lot of the topics that I usually write, I just can't. And I'm just like, who am I now? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, but it's it's wonderful. You you know, you, you sort of adapt your, you sort of adapt yourself to your surroundings. And when you're in a constant state of toxicity, 
that's just sort of where you think you're always meant to live. Yeah. And then you meet somebody that completely changes your mind about everything. And you had no idea that it could even be that lovely. And it's it's such a it's such a it's such a mind fuck in a great way. I, I don't mean to cuss, but no. it is. It's such a mind fuck in a great way. I, I can only imagine and also you get to sing with him too and you have a song yeah, with him. So that must do. So when you perform it, that just m- must make it so much more special. It does. And it makes it that much more special cuz I've definitely done songs with other exes in the past and this one like just feels right. Feels and different. It's it just feels different and it's great and I hope he doesn't break up with me. <laughs> I'm sure he won't because you are a literal angel. Oh, thanks, my love. So, okay. Not only has 2020 just started, but you also just released a song with Diplo Heartless. I did. You are a busy, busy woman. I try. I try, Sammy. I mean, I can only imagine. How many songs have you written so far in 2020? I don't even know. Probably about mm, 20, 25. We're only one month in. I know. (laughs) That's crazy. I toured for seven months last year, and I didn't really get the chance to be home and and write and just be in my zone, and now I'm not touring this year, so far, and I'm just home, and I'm writing, and I'm, and I just, it feels good, it feels good to just be back with all my friends and just creating again, so I want to just be in the studio as much as possible while I can. Okay, so 2020, you're writing a lot. Could there be music coming or an intermodal part three or a new album in 2020? I don't know if I'm going to do a part three. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to do an album. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm definitely going to put out some more music and and just, you know, like you, try new things, you know, just be expansive with my creativity. Yeah, one, one of my goals for 2020 is to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yes, I love that. So what's one thing that you want to do that you haven't done in 2020 that either makes you anxious or you want to push yourself to do? I think I want to push myself to kind of do more genres, I think. Um, Doing this country pop song with Morgan and Diplo has been so cool. And I love just the combining of worlds. I think it's so much fun. And, you know, we're in a time where we can do those things. We can you know, push the boundaries and say what we want and and blend all kinds of different sounds and perspectives. And I think that's so fun. Uh, so I think I think 2020 is going to be just the year of 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 trying different things and different sounds and different genres with people that I love. OK, so to put it on the universe, dream collab, <laughs> um, dream collab, I think probably Chance the Rapper or Rosalia. Oh, my goodness. I, that would be incredible. I would die. Or both at the same time. Could oh you my. imagine, Sammy? Holy shit. Wait, start writing. <laughs> start writing and pitch it to them. I need to manifest this, Sammy. I need to manifest this. Exactly. That's what I do. I made a vision board and that's what I'm doing. Perfect. <laughs> Julia, I cannot stress how much you have just changed my life, not just with your music, but I, this podcast wouldn't be happening without you. And I'm so, so, so grateful. And... Well, I believe in you so much, and I'm so happy you're living out your dreams. And I know how busy you are, so thank you for taking the time to talk. Of course. Love you, dude. Love you, dude, too. I hopefully will see you soon. Yes!
Yes, please hit me up, man. Of course. All right. Love you, honey. Bye. Bye. I just want to thank Julia Michaels again for coming on my podcast. It means the absolute world to me. And just make sure you follow her on all her socials. It's at Julia Michaels. And also follow me on Instagram. It's at It's Sammy J. That's I-T-S-S-A-M-M-Y-J-A-Y-E. I also recommend you follow our podcast account if you guys want to get those hats. That's SammyJ.Let'sBeReal. All right, you guys. I'll see you next week. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.